0: Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez.
1: Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Dr. Brad Youngren. He is part of the executive team at 986 Started there at 2017, bringing nearly 20 years of experience working as a physician. Most recently, serving as chief medical officer at Q. He also served as chief medical officer at Shift Labs and Mobisante. Brad still practices as an emergency physician at Evergreen Health and is a medical director of emergency preparedness trauma and urgent care. He received his BA from UCLA and his medical degree from the Uniformed Services University of Health Sciences. He has earned both a bronze star and the combat medic badge for his service in Iraq as the United States Army physician. Brad enjoys traveling through Central America with his twin daughters and is passionate about designing global health solutions. As you can hear, he's served both our country Health system and healthcare economy with gusto, and it's a true privilege to have Brad on the podcast today. Brad, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, Saul. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, did I leave anything in your intro out that you want to share with the listeners? No, I think that was plenty. Thank you. Excellent. So I'm excited about our conversation today, and just kind of hearing your your thoughts around primary care and the and the solution that you guys are, are working on at 98.6. I know a lot of people are probably thinking, hmm, why 98.6? We'll get into that and the why. And also uh, some of the ideas behind Brad's work there. But before we do, Brad, I'd love to hear what is it that
0: got you into healthcare to begin with? I was really interested in global health and in particular disaster medicine that drove me to the military to go to the military medical school to specialize in emergency medicine and start my early career in in the army focused on both emergency medicine, but also humanitarian and disaster medicine.
1: And so the focus, and you got straight to it, right? I mean, if you want disaster preparedness, emergency medicine, there's no more dynamic place than what you chose. And you fast forward to the things that you're doing today Brad, what would you say is a hot topic that needs to be on health leaders agenda? And how are you and the team at
0: 98.6 taking care of it? I think that for me, the hot topic right now is figuring out ways to leverage technology to address the physician experience or and more to the point, uh, physician burnout. We've seen lots. of Lots of solutions which really have had a net net negative effect on the physician experience and we're seeing uh, enormous rates of physician burnout in healthcare and we need to address that by creating technology that supports the physician experience as well as the patient experience
1: yeah it's a it's definitely a a big deal and 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 so i'm curious A little bit more on 98.6, why 98.6? What are you guys doing there
0: that's different to improve outcomes? So I think we can start maybe with our approach to the physician side of the clinic. You know, 98.6 is delivering on-demand text-based primary care across the entire country now, 50 states plus Washington, D.C. To accomplish that goal, we approached it quite differently from other traditional analog telemedicine companies. We decided that we wanted the physicians to be intimate members of the team. And so from the ground up, we built a system that involves the physicians in every aspect of the company. So the physicians are all employees of 98.6. We do not use locum Tenens physicians to deliver the care. I think it's critically important the physicians to be um, deeply invested in the clinic. And so they're all members of the, of the company. They all work on both the clinical care as well as every physician who's core physician of the business also has time carved out to work on other aspects of the company, whether it be technology development, recruiting new physicians, really trying to get physicians into work, administrative work if you call it, uh, that really resonates with them and excites them. That combination is really unique in the market. It allows physicians to really participate in the process and feel like they're making an immediate impact. Half of our technologists at the least, if not probably more than half of the technologists in the organization are focused on the physician facing side of the technology. And coming from traditional healthcare, where our physician really isn't the customer of the electronic medical record, this is a significant change for the physicians and a great satisfier for their experience here at 98.6. That itself translates into a fundamental difference around how the care is delivered, the physicians are building the practice, the policies, and they're deeply invested in the 98.6 experience. And we think that that is the correct approach to delivering high quality medical care with at an affordable price with access that's never been seen in the market. Well,
1: that's really insightful. And you know, as, as, as people try to, to tackle the, the physician burnout problem, this is a great approach that you and the company are are taking, empowering physicians to be part of the entire solution and making a a product that is focused on on the physician ultimately results in in better care for patients. So I'd love to hear from you, Brad, maybe an example of an outcome that you guys have had that you're very proud of. right? we
0: there's a, a number of different ones we're really proud of. I think that for us, quality of care delivered, is paramount to the 98.6 experience. This, is, this translates in multiple ways, again, from this foundation of building a physician core that's deeply invested in the work we're doing here at 98.6. A concrete example would be looking at our antibiotic stewardship The physicians have built. Deep policies in this are very aware of the literature that is out there regarding the use of antibiotic and prescriptions and traditional telemedicine. And we've tackled that head on with the support of technology us to better understand how to be good stewards of antibiotic use in the context of really care across the United States, but ultimately globally. Well, I think
1: when you take a look at, at the impact that you could have with the, your technology, it's impressive. And so it doesn't always come together without any, any hitches. So I'd love to hear from you, Brad, maybe uh, one or two items that didn't work out so well that you guys learned from and now you're better for.
0: Yeah, I think my biggest experience at 98.6 would be just trying to figure out what the appropriate time to leverage the workforce to give a 24-7 ubiquitous service to the patient. Um, That's a pretty heavy lift, not only from the delivery care side, but also from the technology side. We essentially provide on-demand primary care for our patients. They can access the app anywhere in the country now. We deliver pediatric care ages one and up for our employer customers. And additionally, you know, we're soon moving to 24-7, and that's been an extremely heavy lift. And so we've had a couple sort of stop, start stops related to the delivery of that. And for us, falling back and realizing that the most important thing is to do it when we have the physician workforce in a position to do so. And from my perspective, being a, I'm an emergency physician by background, so I understand the impact that night shifts have on physician lifespan, quality of life, behavioral health issues related to the delivery, you know, to being a provider in that space. So as we approach this, um, it took a lot of critical informed thinking to figure out how to properly deliver that while still being true to the core values of the company. So what we've done is we actually have just flown out a few providers into Hawaii, actually, to help us Cover the 24 7 schedule while we have a few physicians we've just hired in Hawaii that are actually organic to that location. And those physicians will be able to hand off the clinic to the early hours um, to the physicians on the East Coast. So now uh, we have a 24 7 clinic that allows for ubiquitous service for the patient while still respecting the quality of life of the physicians and the service. And in fact, because of this approach that we've taken, it's just increasing the number of inbound physicians who are looking to work at ninety eight point six full time
1: well you guys are are quickly becoming uh, an admired place to work so kudos to you and and the team there brad for for being able to to do this you know in in a in a very traditional market where physicians just go work at a at a provider organization, you guys are creating another place where people could
0: perform what they do best in a more fulfilling way thanks all I appreciate it. it's really our intent and When we have physicians who are interviewing through the process, we have medical directors now that are managing some of that, but I still get the opportunity from time to time to talk to them during the interview process, and I encourage them to talk to as many of our physicians as they want. Um, We have over 25 full-time physicians on staff now. We're hiring uh, four to six a month right now. And so with that growing core clinician, we still try to be very transparent and offer the opportunity for those who are looking at possibly working with us to really just talk to the physicians about what is it like to work here What would
1: you say, Brad, separates a physician that works at 98.6
0: from an average physician? Well, I think that the difference is not really on the physician side. I think in general, the problem with primary care is we're really in a primary care crisis. So we're near a shortage of 20,000 primary care providers in the U.S. healthcare system currently. And so the physicians are doing their best to shoulder this primary care lift paucity of options. Really our focus is taking the physicians who all have deep motivations to patient care, to improving outcomes and helping them get back to the core functionality, which they enjoy, which is communicating with patients, diagnosing medical disease and treating patients. And what we're endeavoring to do is remove all the other kinds of tasks Hmm. that have really driven patients or physicians away from that relationship with patients over the last 40 years. Love that. That's a great call out. And, uh,
1: And yeah, it's a, it's a big issue and you've got, you got folks trying different things. You know, you've got the direct primary care groups doing their thing. And and I think technology is an enabler and I think you guys are doing a wonderful job. And, and so working with uh, employers and health plans, I imagine would be the focus, which is the most exciting project you guys
0: are focused on today. We started back initially working with self-insured employers. We also have a direct consumer offering, so we have both uh, channels open. The health system and health plans came honestly quicker than I initially thought in terms of their interest. We formally announced a deal with Banner Aetna, which uh, will be starting soon, was announced a month or so ago, which we're extremely excited about because it's our first opportunity to work with this joint venture between Aetna and Banner Health in the state of Arizona large population that we're going to be able to work with these organizations in this joint venture to really impact outcomes, really connecting our virtual primary care experience with all the other resources that this organization has within the state of Arizona.
1: I think it's brilliant. And what would you say is what was one of the most difficult things to go from an idea to this is now working? I think
0: that was really addressing some of the scalability issues, at least from my perspective as the chief Mm -hmm. medical officer. A lot of my core functional work initially was building this idea around what the physician culture would be, how these physicians would er interact with the technologist, figuring out this sort of deep interweaving of technology and healthcare in a way that hasn't been done in the market before, and then figuring out how to operationalize some other functional issues. We know we're bound by state licensure lines, so if you want to deliver ubiquitous care, and you want the physician quality to be the same, then that means we have invested in licensing all of our physicians in every state across the United States. This in and of itself is a probably our podcast, but we've internalized this whole process. We have a team of nine people that manages the medical group through this licensure process and re-licensure because it's such a heavy lift and we don't want the physicians themselves to really have to do any extra work in regards to that. But that was our approach to sort of getting past the state boundaries for delivery of care. And that we continued with that approach to this day so that it qu- requires us to find physicians who are sort of all in on the 98.6 ethos. We certainly have a front-end process that is for the physicians, which is honestly no different than it is for the technologist or anyone else in the company for that matter, inter- a rigorous interview process. And uh, part of that is to make sure that we're having a Deep, deep relationship with these physicians. We want to make sure that they're the right ones for the business. Wow, that's fascinating. I'm
1: glad I asked that because you're right. You know, I've uh, had conversations with other folks wanting to scale, and especially with, you know, I know you guys uh, are, are mainly text based, but you know, you think of text based, even telemedicine, the state licensure boundaries really are prohibitive and so I can't imagine the session you guys had where you made the decision and said we're licensing these guys and gals across the nation. That must have been a day and you're like wait a minute do I have to drive this?
0: (laughs) To uh, our CEO Robbie Cape's credit he was was all on board from day one with this. He's been really amazing as far as building this uh, culture here at 90.6. And, you know, there's a bunch of product lift around that, right? We don't want the physicians having to be responsible for understanding the subtleties of the different regulatory environments in these states. So for us to go live in a state as we went stepwise across the country, we had a cross-functional team to make sure that product supported the physicians in those states. Amazing. Yeah. Kudos to everybody
1: involved at 98.6. And, and um, other than the, you know, obviously the, the temperature, right? That's the, the normal temperature. Is there any other significance to 98.6?
0: I think that uh, the name selection predated uh, even me and the company, and I was here uh-huh. pretty early. But yes, I think it's just, uh, I don't think it has additional significance beyond that.
1: Cool. No worries. I was just I was just wondering if there was. There every now and then you get a cool story, but it's something that everybody can identify with 98.6. we all know that's the normal body temperature. And you want to stay healthy. And and these are the people you you could connect with, whether a consumer, an employer, or a plan, definitely check them out. Brad, getting to the lightning round here, I've got I got a couple questions for you, followed by a, a favorite book for the listeners. You ready? Sure. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes? Start with measuring the right things. What's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? Not involving providers in the conversations. How do you stay relevant as an organization despite constant change? You have to leverage technology to stay ahead of, of the uh, market. What's one area of focus that drives everything in your organization?
0: No single individual in the United States or really the world should have to make a financial trade off for receiving primary care medicine. Love that.
1: And, uh, you know, I've got two new ones that I've been asking. These are more on a personal note for the listeners to get to know you. What's your number one health habit? I run and do yoga on a regular basis. Nice. Good for you. And what is your number one success habit? Getting enough sleep. Mm, important. Very important. I tried doing yoga, Brad, and uh, it was just hard for me to do it regularly. I admire your commitment
0: to that. Thanks. It was an early decision related to a lot of the stresses of emergency medicine looking for sort of opportunities to create focus outside of the job because it was pretty it's a pretty intense job it is good for you
1: and you still do it right you, you're still practicing i still practice a few shifts
0: at I every think that's game, great so stay connected to the business you know stay connected to patient care i think that's so great that you're doing that Thanks. what book would you recommend to the listeners i love cutting for stone by dr brages i think it's a great fiction book and i just really enjoy listening to really anything that he puts out or speaks to. So what's what's Cutting for Stone about? It's a sort of fictional account that sort of layers in lots of realities of of medicine. Hmm. And I think that uh, obviously Dr. Verghese uh, got a deep sense of knowledge of healthcare, plus he's an, uh, an amazing writer. So that, that combination, especially for someone in medicine, is just, it's worth a, a worthwhile read. Love that.
1: What a great recommendation. Folks, for our lightning round, a full transcript of our discussion, as well as links to resources we've discussed, go to outcomesrocket.health and in the search bar, type in 98.POINT6 and you'll find that there. It's been a true pleasure uh, connecting with you, Brad. I'd love if you could just leave us with the closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could continue the
0: conversation with you and the company. For listeners, I think just to Reiterate, the focus at 98.6 is to address three main issues which are burdening healthcare globally, which is cost, quality, and access, and we're attempting to deliver on all three of those, while at the same time addressing and building technology that involves physicians and is equally focused on the physician experience as the patient experience. And you can reach me at uh, brad at 98.6.com. It's probably the easiest way. Outstanding. There you have
1: it, folks. Brad just want to say thanks again really enjoyed the conversation and uh, I'm thrilled for the work that you guys are doing for for the U.S. population and healthcare. care and uh, definitely want to give you guys encouragement to continue doing the amazing
0: work you've done well thanks I'll appreciate you having me on that podcast thanks for listening to the outcomes rocket podcast